0: Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Lamborghini. We've talked a bit about the eccentric car maker from Italy on previous episodes of the GeForce Podcast. From their mad V12 rocket ships to their V10 screamers, Lamborghini doesn't quite do subtle. No, I think it's at the point where Lamborghini genuinely means crazy and loud, flightless spaceship in Italian. Our Italian listeners, please correct us if we're wrong. Anyway, Lamborghini has maintained this reputation of building insane vehicles with little care for what the average person thinks of them. And that has made them the status symbol that they are. If you've made it, you drive a Lambo, and you're part of the Three Skolomus Club, well then, your doors go up vertically. They're even kept up this reputation during this era of being produced under Audi, and by extent the Volkswagen Group. The practical and sensible Germans taking over the free-spirit Italians, this was supposed to be a terrible recipe. It was supposed to subdue Lamborghini to nothing more than a brightly colored Audi, and then make Audis explode randomly. Instead, it's actually worked out brilliantly. Lamborghini have not only come from the verge of bankruptcy, but they have been able to keep producing mad cars at a fantastic yearly quantities. And Audi built two generations of the R8. Both of which may actually be the best supercars, but that's another story. Long story short, even though Audi has made Lamborghinis arguably better cars, making them easier to drive and also better to daily drive. Lamborghini really hasn't lost his status as the wedge-shaped, loud and exotic piece that are built for those who have made it. Sure. Enthusiasts will argue the Diablo and Murcia logo, specifically ones with a manual, are more raw and memorable driving experiences than either the Aventador or the current Huracan. But that hasn't changed the general mindset of consumers to Lamborghini. However, now we're entering a new era for Lamborghini. One that could be more electrifying than ever before. No, Audi are not selling off Lamborghini. They still need to milk out as much money as possible from the brand, or develop the brand as per business lingo. Approximately one week ago, Lamborghini's CEO, Stefan Winkelmann, announced Lamborghini was fully embracing electric powertrains. More specifically, starting from 2024, all Lamborghinis will have some form of electric powertrain, with the initial cars being hybrids. And on top of that, joining the current three-car range, the V12 supercar, the smaller-engined, more daliable supercar, the SUV, there will be a new fourth model that will be a full-on EV. This new strategy from Lambo, called a Direzione Cortauri, sets the direction for, clear for them to pursue electrification across their full lineup and to end pure internal combustion-powered vehicle production in the next two years. The key metric for measuring success of this pursuit, per Winkelmann's feedback, will be keeping the core Lamborghini qualities and characteristics, but to cut down on emissions from their vehicles by at least 50% from the 2025 model years onward. All of these changes will require a big investment from the company specifically a $1.8 billion investment over the next 4 years. Now what does that mean for the future Lamborghini lineup? Let's break it down by the current lineup and its successors. First up, the V12 Beasts. The Aventador has been around for 10 years, first hitting the production line in early 2011. So it's in its final stages as a production car, more or less. Fortunately though, once the Aventador goes, the V12 engine layout will still live on in its successor. Winkelmann confirmed that the magic of the V12, specifically that glorious Lamborghini sound, will live on, but it will be partnered with an electric powertrain to complete the hybrid system. How about that V10-powered Huracan? The so-called everyday supercar, right? Well, that one could see some bigger changes in its successor. First up, yes, it too will be a hybrid, powered by both IC and EV tech. However, the IC powertrain could also change significantly. The current V10 might be on its last days as there are rumblings that Audi could axe the R8, somewhat forcing Lambo away from the V10. Instead, this Uracan successor could get a twin-turbo V8, essentially based off the same one used in the Urus and other Volkswagen Group products. This would essentially be Lamborghini's attempt at making a more dailyable and less suspensive version of the Ferrari SF90 Stradale. So how about the SUV, the URUS? That will also transition to being a plug-in hybrid. This one could actually keep the same model name and more or less the same platform, but then add this new powertrain of getting the plug-in hybrid. That would be the biggest thing here. The URUS is so new that it really doesn't need a refresh, whereas the Uracon and the Aventador are getting a little bit older. And probably will need brand new platforms to accommodate hybrid power. For the Urus, it seems likely that Lambo will borrow some, or possibly all, of the hybrid tech from Porsche and Audi's SUVs, with the rebodied Cayenne Turbo S E Hybrid being a potential plan. Now, that fourth car, the full EV joining the lineup this one is going to be a car that we won't see right away, but rather several years down the line. There's not a whole lot of information as to what could go into this car, so let's just speculate for a little bit. It will probably stem from the current EV program that Volkswagen Group have started, specifically with the development of the Etron GT from Audi and Porsche's Taycan. Maybe there's even a possibility of an EV hypercar getting built with help from Rimac, the best at making EV hypercars. They could come in and help develop and assist in actually maximizing EV tech for performance, just like they did with their Concept 1 and C2 cars. Another thing to look into is how Lamborghini will use electricity. They actually have a hybrid car out on the market, the very limited Xeon hypercar. Unlike most hybrids on the road though, the Sion uses capacitors to store the electricity, which allows them to charge up more quickly. This is quite different than the batteries more commonly used for EV tech, but it could be a potential candidate for future Lamborghini EVs. For the next generation Aventador and Huracan, it seems very unlikely that capacitors will be used with the battery tech that's already being developed for Volkswagen Group already at a point where it can be comfortably used for performance hybrids. In fact, the industry as a whole has batteries that are really good for hybrids in supercar and hypercar usage. Just look at the McLaren P1, the Porsche 918, or the Ferrari LaFerrari. These really were the blueprints that the car industry will be following going forward. So, with Lamborghini announcing this shift to EV tech, what does this mean for the car world and for us enthusiasts? On the surface, this seems bad. It's a big change away from the rawness and roughness we appreciate and crave from Lamborghini. It's like taking a jagged edge dagger and turning it down into a chef's knife. But see, that could actually be a good thing. For one, Lamborghini are working to preserve the brilliance of cars for the next generation. They are figuring out how to protect cars and enthusiast cars and the enthusiast car world for a future quickly shifting away from fossil fuels. They're trying to keep those core characteristics that we love in cars and specifically in Lamborghinis well and alive while transitioning to a new powertrain. The other thing EVTech offers a huge platform to redefine performance and reset benchmarks, provided that consumers keep demanding the right qualities from their cars. When the world shifted away from carburetors to direct injection engines, and from normal steering racks to power steering systems, there was a lot of pushback from enthusiasts. These changes did in some way reduce the rawness of driving, and sure, there are still people who are adamant about driving cars with the old tech rather than the more modern stuff. But for the most part, the car world has progressed with new technology and new adaptations. The key thing that automakers need to focus on for the new EV and hybrid era is driver engagement. If they can get that right, I think we're in for a fun future for cars. And by the sounds of it, it seems like Lamborghini really are putting an emphasis on keeping those qualities alive and well during their transition
1: to the EV era.